2: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality, functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.
3: Alright, guys, it's our continued series on the tange. Today, the victim is Paulina. Are you ready? Ah, uh-huh, yes. Alright, let's do it. It's the tangent
0: with the Fred Show.
2: Giving you all the sh- we couldn't
3: talk about on air. So, you know, we welcome Kiki, we welcome Jason, kind of, I mean, you know, Kiki's been around the radio station forever. Yep. Uh, Jason's been around the radio station forever and part of our show for a while, but it kind of became official a few months ago uh, as the owner of Kiss FM officially put himself on the morning show, uh, which is, you know, <laughs> what surprised. better move. I know, <laughs> I am surprised that didn't happen a long time ago, actually, but uh, nonetheless, so we, then I was like, oh, I guess we'll do... Uh, You know, we'll do a little series about everybody since it was good to know those two. Um, And so we've made our way through the crew. And Paulina, it is your turn today Mm -hmm. to fill us in on everything that we need to know about you. So the day that you were born, tell us. No, I mean, so you're a Chicago girl, South Side. Um, And and at what point did you decide that you wanted to be involved in media? And and like, how did the journey start? And, And where, what led you... Sort of to where you, you and I had a meeting where you told me that that our show sucked and that you could fix it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I came with a band aid. Yeah, that's how I felt.
3: No, put that, it right over. No, and that's that's exactly what she did. Sat down <laughs> and said, "Here's a list of things that you guys could be doing better since you you, you basically suck at Never life."
1: Never happened, my guy. <laughs> I, I,
3: I will I will agree that I've dramatized the series, I know, I love the, the meeting a little bit, but you did you you. I'm not sure if you know how you came off. I mean, you came off. I had to come off wrong if it bothers you. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't bother me. (laughs) It's just something I like to make fun of you for. But you came, you came in hot. I came in hot. You did, but I mean, I think that's kind of what you have to do, right? um, If you're trying to demonstrate to somebody why you're, why why you are bringing value, yeah, a value proposition. My approach
1: wasn't so sexy. No, I don't. It was,
3: it was fine. But I like to give you a hard time about (laughs) it. I know. I Um, think it's funny. Yeah. But basically, Paulina (laughs) told me the day I met her that our show sucked, and the only way we would ever survive and have long fulfilling careers as if we hired her anyway yeah. so how did we get to this point
1: yeah so i guess like yeah growing up i grew up in chicago so i'm from here like south Side, midway area um i attended curie high school so they had this like program called rate radium i don't even know if it's still there but they had this tv thing right i gave it a try it was like morning news for students and like yeah yeah, not not my cup of tea. Like it was cool. I think I did it for like maybe a year or something, but I was like not feeling it. It was fun, and and I would definitely maybe like have stuck with it, but something about it I wasn't really feeling it. But well, was, I was it one of these
3: things where you produced like a newscast that everybody had to watch? Yeah. At school?
1: Like crazy thing is, I don't really have much memory of it besides like being there before the bell rang, so maybe like eight a.m. or something it aired, and like the TVs when they used to have them like attached to the wall in the corner of the the, the classroom. Okay. It was really weird. Um and then I, I after that just like didn't go back after the next year but I knew I wanted to do something whether it was like tv radio or something because I always knew like I had a big mouth like my stepdad always said like you had a big mouth kid and I was like I do have a big mouth that's
3: how you knew you had a big mouth because your stepdad was, yeah, would actually said to you
1: physically like looking me yeah. in the eye as he got a big mouth yeah and it's like yeah I would talk back a lot <laughs> I I wasn't bad. I would just like talk back at if I didn't like what you said. I didn't like what you said, but one thing, <laughs> one thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, you yeah. know that that side,
3: yeah. But um, familiar, yeah, you know.
1: But I was, I also felt like I wanted to do something, like I said, media related. Didn't really know what that meant because going going into college, I went to UIC right after high school. I went in as an English major, and kind of like Same. how we all, mm, yes, you know how we all talked about here, like our parents. It's kind of like you know our parents want us to do something great with our lives and I consider myself great with my life however I think back then at that time too it's like I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do you know going in because I thought I was gonna be a social worker I thought I was gonna be a teacher I thought I was gonna be a cop for five minutes I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do like Southside girl, like those are kind of your only options. Be a nurse. Whatever. I mean,
3: you'd have the driving part down because you just have to turn your lights on, then you can drive like you drive normally, <laughs> and everybody would have to get the hell out of the way. Exactly. <laughs> the yeah. only thing you're missing when you drive are police lights. <laughs> you should get one of those old school lights that, like, yeah. mag- the magnet on the top, yeah. like you know, some sort of uh, old yes. TV show or whatever. Anyway, okay, so you didn't. You go to UIC. You're an English major. Mm-hmm. You do know, You don't know. When do you decide? I'm taking a swing at this media game.
1: So then um, I, in high school, I did everything, right? I was doing like volleyball. I did theater. Like I did everything after school matters. Like literally I was the most involved person ever. And in college I did nothing. Like not one thing. It was school, homework, school, homework. And I was like, this can't be it. Like I have to do some some extracurricular activity so I remember like walking around student campuses whatever and I saw they had UIC radio which is like still there today so I was like oh cool UIC radio let me take a, let me take a shot at this and I applied to be a blogger because again I was a English major right so I was like doing all the English stuff and I remember I applied to be a blogger and I remember I was it, that weekend in Miami with my best friend Claudia and I got an email being like congrats you're you know we accepted they had a whole interview process the whole thing so I got accepted into UIC radio as a blogger and I was was like oh my god this is so dope I'm on vacation I'm like this is so cool so then I'm all excited whenever I get back and then I remember going and, and I'm blogging for the website but then they were like you want to just like come in and do this and I was like yeah let me try it so I remember coming in doing like a fake show I mean it's also UIC radio it's like internet radio so like kind of anything goes. you can do what you want so then I remember I started my own little show so then I started being on air and then my last year my senior year I was the program director of UIC radio
3: She's a program director. You should, have led, hey, <laughs> you should have led with that when you came in the meeting and tell us how bad we were. Like, ah. hey, I don't like, I don't mean to be like a big deal here. I uh-huh. don't mean to, le- but like, I was the program director the at UI. and because if I had heard that, mm-hmm. well, now all of a sudden I'm I, I'm walking into that meeting with a whole different attitude. You know, it's like, how do you tell? I
1: had to humble myself. How sometimes. do you
3: tell the Pope he doesn't know about the Bible? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to do that. She's a know? program
1: director. Yeah, you know, you you
3: did. You came in so so humble. I know, I I
1: just can't believe it. So that's, (laughs) yeah, that's kind of where it started. That's where it kicked off. Yeah, she's a humble queen. So humble. She's
3: a humble queen. (laughs) I want you to soak (laughs) soak that one in for a minute. Okay, so then you you do that, you graduate.
1: Yes, so I guess kind of a funny part of that story is that year they took us on a trip, right? I think they paid for the hotel. We had to put the flights to New York City. I think there's like an international... I want to say, and I'm being funny. I think it's called IBS or something. It's international broadcasts of like school awards. It's like, no,
3: there's like a college radio. Yeah, yes. I, know, I know what you're talking okay. about. Yeah, so
1: we went to that. In New York City, it was the 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 board. So it was like me, the assistant program director, whatever. Five of us flew out there, and we went. And on that panel was someone that you guys probably know very well, Ty Bentley.
3: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Who, who he works, works here for here. I yeah. worked I here for a Long time mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Ty
1: Bentley was on there, and his story was cool, and everybody, they were just, you know, telling their stories and whatever. It's a college radio event panel. And I remember going up to him. I got his contact info, and I just remember, like, staying in touch with him, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't think much of it, whatever so then uh graduate you're right may graduate college then i actually went to new york after that i went with no job no money nobody was very happy about what that. year is this this was 2014 okay. in july july it was right after the 4th of july so july 5th and then i moved to new york i had a friend out there who lived in the heights i just moved in with her mm, and in my the head heights? yeah in my head mm-hmm. i was like i think i'm gonna make new york my home like this is it like, I don't know what I was thinking, because that shit is expensive. And I'm not a New York girl. I need a car. Like, I didn't really know, like, what to do. I was, like, nannying. I was, like, kind of just doing my thing. And then I was, like, I don't really like it here. Not my scene. Like, I love New York, but just, like, not to live. Plus, you got to make money, or, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just know people or something. It just wasn't my, my scene. I wasn't doing anything radio-related, nothing. So then after that, moved back home. So it was December that I moved back home. So I was there for like a minute. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, September. September, I moved back home. So I was only here for the summer. Then September through December, I was at home living here, just like working a part-time job. Still figuring out, like, what am I doing? Marta is fucking losing her mind <laughs> because I'm home. But not only am I home, I'm, I'm unemployed, you know? Like, I'm doing, like, like like yeah, like, nannying and stuff. But she's just like, like, what are you doing? And it's always that question, right? And then I had to ask myself, too, like, what am I doing? You know, because I'm not really even, like, hustling for this radio shit or whatever it is that I wanted to do. I wasn't doing much for it. So then come... December, I was like, hey, I'm moving to L.A. because <laughs> oh, I feel like it. Girl, yeah, so no. let's
3: just, uh, we tried New York? Let's just try <laughs> let's, L.A. Let's try Girl. L.A.
1: because growing up, I always said this into existence, I'm going to live in Los Angeles. I don't know why I said that when I was a kid. I just did. I think because I would just watch too much damn TV, but I was like, I'm going to live in California. I'm going live in L.A. I knew one person out there and I ended up moving out there. It was January, so right after New Year's, so then I moved out there. Was out there for a year and a half. About four months in, I I'm applying a bunch of places, right? I'm applying for like TV stuff, not on camera, but behind the scenes. Like I know people who worked as production assistants, mm-hmm. PAs. So like you work on a TV show, you work on this, whatever. You're like the person like running around fucking helping everybody, whatever. Right. You're like the bottom of the barrel. So kind of like promotions assistance where you're really just learning everything. You're soaking it all in. You're assisting people. I was applying, applying, applying. I had no experience. So nobody's calling me back. I apply for iHeartRadio Los Angeles. That's the only callback I got. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I do give credit to Ty Bentley because mm-hmm. I did hit him up when I was in LA. I don't know where I got that correlation. I think he used to uh, work out there he too. Was, yeah, he was after Chicago.
2: Did. He went to LA. Yeah. Okay, so I think yep. so there
1: was some correlation. So I was like, maybe he knows somebody. So he's like, reach out to a dude named Kevin Seki. I had to like find this. You know, Kevin Seki? I love him. Yes, he's like reach out to. I, I don't love him that much.
2: Oh, sorry. No, no, I love him, but I he's him.
1: He, no, 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 I love him, but he's so like he. I'll tell you right now, he scared the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> I I love him, but it's also like love hate. Um, he. <laughs> told me to reach out to him i was like what's his email i was like oh i don't know it so i had to like google it i think i paid like five dollars for this website to tell me you can like find <laughs> someone's email yeah. but the, it's like hidden so you have to pay for it or something i don't know so i did that <laughs> reach out to kevin secchi uh, girl i was trying to like get my foot in this door this is true. Yeah. yes and 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 he emailed me right right then and there he came back and said like yeah come in next week whatever he found my application we interviewed the reason i say that's love and hate is because he is like like he's a solid person where like there's no emotion. Mm-hmm. Like you oh, it's tough to read. Very, yeah. v- I think the hardest person I ever had to read in my life. Like there was <laughs> no emotion. Like I make jokes and he's just like looking at me with the paper and I'm like, bro, he could laugh. Like yeah. I'm not that funny, <laughs> but at least make me feel like right. comfortable. Yeah. Oh my god, but yeah, he he gave me the shot at that. I I left wanting to cry because I just felt so like oh shit. Like how did that go? You know, I'm over here like all nervous. So then, like, a couple days later, they offered me the position. Um, I got a position as a promotions assistant in Los Angeles. And I was on top of the fucking world. Like, I was like, I'm in L.A. Like, I get to do radio for (laughs) iHeart. And I can just, call my
3: mom until I got a job. Got
1: a job, Martha. Yeah. So I was doing that while nannying part time too. So I'm kind of managing both because, like, you know, at the end of the day, still, like, I wasn't making like a ton of money, but I was, I was very happy. I was so happy. I felt so alive. So I was doing that. I learned everything. Like, I came in, and you guys know Nina Chantel. As mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. I followed her To the bathroom One day Oh, oh my Oh yeah I followed her <laughs> To the bathroom And I introduced myself And I was like Hi I'm Paulina I was like I-, I met you once A very long time ago At an event in Chicago I'm actually from there That's
3: what Jason did with me But it was different Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. Really? Different reason yeah, Different was, oh, so oh, we're in the bathroom uh, Together yeah. Yeah. yeah He was asking for something else I was like oh, I can't yeah. help Definitely can't... not a job Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Was Or like, was, oh, was, was it? It? it Or was it it's Like you masturbate At work too Oh yeah. my
0: This is the place
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you found a spy! <laughs> and then for some reason I hired the guy. To to immediately come join our show. Right. The skills are impressive. I, I- Wow, I feel comfortable with this guy. Let's oh shake on it. Well, let's not. Actually, let's shake not. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um so you follow you fall <laughs> Chantel.
1: In the bathroom. Um another person who <laughs> yeah. used to
3: work here and mm-hmm. doesn't anymore. She does, she still does weekends. Does here weekends. For us. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, Yeah, yeah yes. Yeah, but like
1: back in the day, yeah. Right, A lot of right. these like are back in the day people, yeah. man, it's crazy. So then yeah, I went to the bathroom and I was like, hey, I'm Paulina, whatever the whole spiel, and then she told me I can come in and start helping her. So then like I got to do like the blogging, whatever at that time. Like the website, mm-hmm. um, I was running—not running, but like learning how to run the board, I guess. Um, and I was just like doing a bunch of things, like on my like off days with her, because she was two to five, I think, or something. Yeah. So she was showing me a lot of things, answering phones, taking winter info stuff like that. I was on the hip
2: hop station, right? Yeah. So yeah. they had
1: ninety two three, the real, mm-hmm. real. So I was doing that. Um, so that was really cool, and then just doing all the events and stuff. And it was just a good experience, you know, driving the van. Then one day you're like walking around with, I don't know, whoever. It's like all these celebrities that always come in and out, like a rotating door. Cause it's LA. So it was just such a cool experience. You turn around and there was like the Jonas brothers just hanging. It just, it was really cool. So I felt like, okay, I got a lot of fun experience, whatever. Then I was, it was so crazy. Cause I was on this like, this this weird road, right, where I was like, I want to go back to Chicago. Like, I miss home. Like, I I'm I get homesick so easily, which is why I don't know why the fuck I left twice. But I was like, <laughs> I am so homesick. And I was telling my mom, like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, what's the right choice, right? I don't want to leave I heart here. So then about a week later, I get into a really bad car accident. Mm. And Marina Del Rey, never forget, I got into a bad car accident. My car was totaled. I had no car in LA. And I stole money on this car. So I was like, this is either a sign or like, I don't know. So then I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to come back home. I'm going to try to reach out to I Heart Chicago. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to try. Like, But I'm going to come back home, I think. I think it's time. So then I hit up... Um There's a girl in L.A. too that's from Chicago, and her name is Devin. Devin used to work, I don't know if it was here or at another station. Oh, I know her. You do? Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. so she used to work. So then she's like, just get a sales assistant job. Like, get your foot in the door. You'll have full time. Like, at least you'll be there, you know? And I was like, "But I don't know if I would like that. And I was like, maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't, because I've never (laughs) done sales in my fucking life. So then she convinced me to apply, and I did. And then I got a call, and then I came home for the weekend, like a week or whatever. Came home here. Uh, went to the interview in sales here at iHeart for a sales assistant position. And then I went back to L.A., and then they called me and said I got the job, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm coming home!" And I get to be in this building. Like, mm-hmm. I was so happy. So then I moved back home. Marta was so thrilled to see me back. Home.
0: And you're <laughs> like, "You time. again? <laughs> oh my god!" Yeah, she had at the least you had a job home. though this time. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I live
1: in my childhood bedroom in my daybed, but at least I have a job. So she was so happy. So then I moved back home, and then I got yes, the sales job. It was April. Was it 2016? That was with Bob Barker,
3: right? When yeah. You worked shout Bob, out to Bob Barker. When you worked with Bob Barker,
1: <laughs> the one and only Bob Barker,
3: whose name is Bill, but iconic. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like
2: Bob, I think Bob you. Better.
3: Yeah, we called him. <laughs> <were> <laughs> you, you called him
1: Bob.
2: She called him Bob. What? She thought, I, what? Yeah. Yeah, she, thought
3: she worked for Bob Barker the whole time. Oh my
1: yeah. god!
2: His name
3: is Bill, I know but you know him. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Come
1: on, Bill, Bob. Oh, but gosh. yeah, I worked under. Yeah, it was his team, and then I came here. Was April? Was it 2016? I feel like you would know. Um seventeen or sixteen.
2: No, you was twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. It was April. Mm-hmm.
1: So then I moved here. I my uh, first day here. Um I went I, I was on some ballsy shit. I went to every buddy's office on 27 which was our floor for programming mind you the floor that I'm on is 28 which is more at that time it was more like sales mm-hmm. Um, everybody had their offices but if you're on 27 you're on the programming side so it's like what we do now right Right. so I went to at the time Tommy Austin which was our PD I went to Brady our assistant PD I went to Derek Brown Johnny D I'm talking <laughs> Sonya Blakey everybody knew my <laughs> fucking name the first day I went down there and I just said hi I'm Paulina like I'm you know I work Hell's in LA yeah. market I mean you have to and at right. that time Oh, I respected. I was on some real hustle shit. Cause I wasn't even trying to necessarily like like be like, oh, I want to be on air tomorrow, but I just wanted to introduce myself. That was my goal that day. Like just just introduce yourself, you know, whatever. And everybody was just so kind, so nice, so great. And then when I talked to Tommy Austin, I did tell him like, hey, you know, I did some of this, like the social stuff, I did some of like um. You know, board hopping stuff, just just little things here and there. I did. I did um, promotions, obviously, but I did other things as well. And I was like, and if you ever need any help or like I, I can get involved, I would love to. And he was like, yeah, for sure. I might have an idea for you. And then a couple of days later, he emails me and he says, I have this idea. Right. And OK, I want to say one thing, though, in L.A., I did the same thing. Right. I went from promote um, promotions and whole different department to programming But they had me start with the weekend people. They have live weekend jocks and like the same thing. You come in, blog, do social for them, for their weekenders. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what I thought I was getting. So I was like, okay, if anything, maybe I'll come in for like whoever's doing weekends here. I'll come assist them. I can learn a thing or two, whatever. Right. It's kind of just learn what I can. (laughs) He tells me, I want to put you with Fred and Angie. And I was like I literally shit my shorts dude. I was like this does not happen. You don't go on the morning show like or or even like come close to the morning show in that way. Like you know what I mean? Right. And I was like sir well, I was just so confused <laughs> and I said oh like Fred and Angie he's like yeah it's an experiment he called it an experiment which I think we're still on this experiment <laughs> so now he never told me nothing after that but he's like I want to try first he's like I want to try maybe something like incorporating you or just maybe um, you know like you said blogging social whatever it is that you feel like maybe you can you can do let's try it first, first things first he's like let me introduce you and let's even see if they're on board kind of with that like I want to make sure like kind of making sure like it was a good fit as far as like do Fred and Angie Fuck with me, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So then I met you first, Fred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In an office, I came in with a pencil-looking skirt. I did because I also worked in sales. <laughs> I was like, How wearing... long were you
2: in sales? And well, then this... this is
1: also happening. I'm still working in sales as okay. all this is happening. I was there for exactly a year. On my year, I resigned. Because I told okay. myself I'd give that a year because I didn't want to come in and then jump ship just because this opportunity came up. Got it. And, and luckily for me, Fred was super understanding and so was my Bob Barker boss. Like <laughs> everybody said that I was able to do both. Like we were able to make it work, but I also didn't want to like, okay, you know, four or five months in and then I just jump ship, you know. Because yeah, yeah, I felt yeah. like I wanted to still, I, I, was, I was hired for this sales job. I didn't want to just completely Run away secretly. I wanted to, and they probably wanted to run away from me too. Because they, but I don't think they liked my sales. I skills can't
2: imagine you as a sales, a sales
1: assistant,
2: like making powerpoints and like running. Like
1: I, I didn't do that. That show. is
2: wild. I, I can't know. even imagine.
1: I know. I can't either. But I remember I met you, Fred, in that office.
2: Right.
3: This
1: is this is the scene that we're talking about. The one where I bring my notebook in because okay, you did. Hear me out though. When you go to a job interview of some sort, right? They always say to like. Bring your ideas. Like, what would, no, like I, what would I bring to this, right?
3: I mean, you didn't have to tell us who we were dog shit, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my.
1: God. Trust which, me. Which she didn't do. I would never. I no, would never. no, you
3: didn't. I just, I like to. I was. So, I like my version of the story better. But. I
1: was so scared. I know it's actually kind of funnier, but I was so scared to meet you because I was like, if they don't like me, like nothing will happen of mm-hmm. this, and that's okay. Maybe that's not my time, not whatever. Um, uh, maybe I'll prove myself to them. But I, I remember you, like I had met you. We had a good meeting. I thought it went really well. I really liked you, and then I met MJ and Angie, I believe, and you it was like it was like a second meeting. Okay, and then after that. You guys told me to start coming in. It was May. So this is like a two month ish process. So from April to May, then it was the end of May and I came in and I remember the first, like, I guess like on air moment or whatever it was. I had a date and I had bad shitty nails. They were like chip gross nails. Cause I didn't do my nails. And I remember I showed you and I was like telling you like, yeah, I was like, he didn't like, he, he basically shit on my nails. The dude, the dude that I went out with and you were like, Oh, come in here. And I talked about it. And then we posted the photo of my nails on the blog And I remember you were like, day one contribution and something like that. You made a really cool comment. And I felt like so like, damn, like,
3: (laughs) okay. I was like, he fucks
1: with me. They like like what I'm bringing to the table. So this first day It wasn't whatever. But I remember that being specifically that moment. And then I was sitting in the other studio with MJ. So I was kind of learning from him. I was blogging. I was still giving you guys like some topics or whatever. And it kind of just honestly took off from there. And then I feel like, you know, you guys gave me the opportunity to grow a lot. clearly I'm you know on air now with you guys full time and that's kind of like how it went so yeah I did leave sales for Rufio after a year okay I did talk to uh, you and I'm not sure who was was it Tommy at the time I think so kind of making sure that everybody was like okay with it like if I make this choice like you know what I mean because at the end of the day like I was hired under somebody else so
3: Bob's like, Yep, I'm good with Bob.
1: Was
0: like, That's my shit. Bob was like
3: No, I, I think you know this, but Bob called me and was like, because 'cause we're friends. And mm-hmm. he was like, Really? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, yeah. 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 And then he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so then you were ours. All ours. I'm
1: all yours, baby.
3: But yeah, no, and I. Stuff. And then here we are, what six years? Is six years? I'm, you're, you guys are much better at year, years, and dates, and I don't, <laughs> I don't remember things like that really. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know. This is the longest job consecutively I've, I've ever had because mm-hmm. uh, I was just moving, moving, <laughs> moving all the time. So this is by far the longest radio job, and it's quickly approaching the longest I've lived in any place, including my hometown. So I, I just, I don't know. I no longer really sort of keep track of. <laughs> what year this or that happened. I honestly can't remember. Um, so, wow, six years. Almost it's seven, I guess.
1: Crazy. Yeah. Six years. And, yeah, I do feel like I've grown a lot of, and done a lot of things oh, here this Oh, you are station. a different
3: person than the person I met. <laughs> you Man. are you are a, I mean, a, a lot of you is the same, but then a lot of you is entirely different. I mean, you were for the streets when I met you, girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, were, you were out here. You were showing up, you know, after... A man. night and <laughs> oh yeah you were yeah, yeah. i
1: really was yeah I re- and somehow i did it man i pulled through and i did it i made it to work that's what matters
3: you did <laughs> you, you did you you certainly did no and then now look at you uh you know you manifest i'm gonna go out there and find me a partner and uh get married and have kids and have a life and all this you did that too and yeah, you, you, you did. I'm proud of you.
1: Um, well, thank you. And I give a lot of credit to you and Angie and everybody else because I feel like you guys know this. We saw this already. I'm from Chicago. So like and, and people think that's awesome that we get to work on the station and we get to like be in our hometowns, but they don't understand. We've talked about this many of times that there is a there's levels of this shit, right? There's like a trajectory you have to follow. I said, a what? Like, a trajectory. <laughs> Trajectory.
3: He said that, that time. Yeah, the yeah. first time sounded like it said yeah. something
1: completely different.
3: You did. Um, yeah. I know. I know. Trajectory.
2: Glaucoma.
3: Glaucoma. Trajectory. I got that glaucoma trajectory. <laughs> um, um you don't sad. know how many times in my everyday life I have to think how do I how do you actually say <laughs> certain words you and um, I both but yes and so I'm sorry, continue. And no, so you're gonna- in your hometown you yeah, were saying, and, just, and trajectory. trajectory. <laughs> see, like, now see, I can't, I can't say, say, it. say it.
1: Exactly. I just feel like people think, you know, this might look easy whatever, but it's like, and I, and I give so much power and respect to those who do move and come back or move around and go to, you know, they move to like bigger cities, right. bigger markets, as we call it. Like, that shit is so crazy to me, but at the end of the day, I knew like, I don't know if I if I'm built for that. I, I don't know to be honest. Like if I could have done that, like I had no attachment. Well, you kind of did.
3: I mean, you went to LA. I mean, you, at least you you. I did you something in the door. really
1: right. I was in the door, but like that had to be like luck, opportunity, and just the right time and God, because you know what I mean. Like what are the odds of that? And at that time, Jason, you know, like not everybody got that job of promotions right. assistant. That was a hot job, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and it still is. But like you know, being in LA, I'm not even from there. Like uh, there's a lot of people. Everybody pretty much is. Like it was it was different it was hard but like i'm just happy that i get to be here in chicago my hometown like the show the station i grew up listening to like it to me it blows my fucking mind like every day well wow. and i try not to take it for granted because it can easily i can easily do that you know and i'm not gonna be that person i'm like no 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 like i know what this like the value of this is you know and i know how hard i worked and how much shit i had to sacrifice and stuff so i'm like no i'm very happy and i'm very grateful
3: no no what do you guys you guys got anything
1: no mm. They heard the story a million times.
3: <laughs> I would no. say you're
2: really good at manifesting. I would like to take if you do a master class on manifesting. Yeah, you do tend to say this would, is what I'm doing. Right. This is this is what I'm going to do and then you do right it. Right away.
1: Oh my god, that means a lot to
3: me. You do vision board <laughs> things. Like I you do. said,
2: like even just the, the relationship with Javi, boom, you wanted a relationship, relationship. You want to get engaged, you're engaged. You wanted an electric car, you got an electric car. You wanted to be here in the Fred Show, you're here. I'm like, "Damn. Mm-hmm. Sign me up for a class, Paulina. I would <laughs> like to take a
3: manifesting class when Paulina yeah, wrote. I
1: don't even know how to teach that. Like honestly, I just I just do. But there's like
3: there's ways. Yeah, but you're gonna be over here, Rufio, manifesting a Tesla. It doesn't work like but that. But <laughs> some people put a Tesla. Some people put cars on their like well, I Paulina did. But she I'm got not, one? But I'm not sure if they if the point of putting a car up is necessarily to get that car or or to sort of embody whatever that car means to you. You know, I mean, for some people, maybe it is yeah. the actual car. I guess I've always looked at material item manifestation, like that I want to be in a position to have that. You ver- had the one car on your on your vision no, board? I did. I did. You're right. I did. But it wasn't really necessarily that I had to have that car. It was I just wanted to be able to be in a position to where I could. Yeah, have, it, But But that's and more situational yeah, than it same. is material. And I would yeah, like I to it. be in that situation as well, too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I bet you would.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got the BBL, LASIK. There's a lot of shit I manifested. Yeah.
3: Manifested that big ass and the ability to see. Yeah. yeah. There you go.
1: <laughs> It's, it's been a good run. I love it. Has, it has been a good run. But, like, you know, as far as radio and stuff, like, I, I always say, like, radio is, is a part of who I am, and I'm so grateful for it, and I always will be, no, no matter what else I do or have done, it's like, it's like, radio is a tree and everything is a branch. Mm. You know what I'm saying?
2: That's the right attitude.
1: I love it. I love this shit. Every wh- day.
2: What I also love is, like, when you first started... I know you and like your because your mom. You said your mom would used to listen and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. you were so self conscious about oh, what yeah, you would yeah, say yeah. on the radio because you didn't want to come off being sounding dumb. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, and then I know there was a point where you're just like, I can't do it anymore. Like I remember I had a conversation with you before, like, like, like th- this is this is the genuine you, Paulina. This is who you are. Like, don't change it. Be- then it was, it's not going to work out if you don't change it. So like, I I know you had that struggle. It was like. I don't want to sound like I'm stupid on the radio, but, you know, and I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm just
3: saying, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it worked out. Yeah, you and, you and I know. had that, that talk right. a lot of times. Oh, you know, yeah. that people thought we were making fun of you. you were, and, and we right. were poking fun at you, but, like... I don't think anyone thought you were stupid. No one thinks, I don't think you're stupid. I never thought you were stupid, but it's like, you, you do say outrageous things <laughs> and it's like, you can either lean into that mm-hmm. or or you can resist it and try and be someone who you're not. And I think that would have been a disservice to you 100%. not to be Paulina, you know, authentically Paulina with all the quirks and idiosyncrasies and whatever
1: else. 100% like I'm so happy and proud that I leaned into like literally who I am. Like, because when I first came here, there was someone that I admired I guess not admire because I don't really admire her but I, I liked the role she played on a show in LA and I was like I'm gonna be just like her but do it on the Fred show you know what I mean and that's what I thought I was gonna do and I really tried it for like two weeks and then I was like this isn't fucking me and it just like never fit and I'm really happy that I just leaned into who I was you know because like like in the words of Kaylin like I got a motley crew of people in my life <laughs> like a fucking motley crew and, and somehow I'm able to connect with everybody you know like as far as like just all my friends if you were to see them all in a row in a lineup right here you'd be like how the fuck are these all like you connect with all these people like they're so different so random like so i feel like i'm able to to connect with people that may not look or talk like me whatever but like they can still laugh with me about some dumb shit you know
3: well no because i think people feel like it's you and i think if you tried to cover that up with some form of polish or, or, or didn't say everything that, or, or tried to overthink the things that come to your brain as opposed to just saying them, mm-hmm. I think you you would have done yourself a disservice because then you're kind of like everybody else, you know? And it's like, it's, it's kind of a gift to get to be you and people find that entertaining, endearing, relatable, or even dislike it. Even yeah. when they dislike it, that's still a gift. Um, cause not everybody gets that. Not, not everybody has the chance to be Or, you know, as as close to organically yourself as as you can be in this business. And people seem to gravitate towards that. Um, I feel and I feel like the people who fake it, they eventually crack or or you just know you just know I'm not getting you. You know what I mean? We can all think of people who I'm like, you're an excellent presenter, but I don't know who I don't I don't know. I'm not I'm not particularly loyal to you because I don't know you. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like that's how you build the loyalty. That's how you build the the, fans, I guess, or whatever, is is the people attach themselves to things that they feel are are truly, you know, um authentically you yeah the I good and the bad
1: i don't know if it was you or rufio someone I Remember I if this it was smart it was probably me yeah. <laughs> yeah. i remember we had this conversation and somebody said like that i that i'm a personality not a presenter because i was wasn't really aware of the difference of the two i think i wanted to be one not knowing you know what i mean what a personality really was and it's like oh shit maybe i am that because you're right some people are just so good at this and, and But they're good at, like, literally, like, presenting, like, here you go, you know? And it's, like, me, I, I think I do better. I lean more into, like, just real-life shit or who I am or whatever that might be, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Say the, the outrageous dumb shit that really does come into my mind, like, the writer's room joke that we have, like, low-key, like, I am the writer's room in my head sometimes. Like, I have writers in here, you know what I mean? Just because sometimes I don't even believe what I just said.
3: Well, this isn't exactly you, but there's a guy I know, young guy in the business, and... and it's taken me years and years, and he's, he always asks me for my advice. Doesn't really listen to it. He's a lot younger, but like, he's a character. He's not a host. He's mm. not a leader. He's not. a I don't mean leader like you know from a spiritual or you know what I mean, like a like a like an interpersonal standpoint. He he's just there are various reasons why I I would not listen to a show hosted by him. But he is he is a character. Like you want him to be, and and he could very easily be the most polarizing character on any show Mm -hmm. and he for so long just insisted that he needed to be it needed to be his show his name Mm. his thing and it's like i don't think you realize that you can make a career a good career and make good money and be somebody who always has a job by being number if you want a number and i you know i hate the numbers but being a number two three four on a show Mm -hmm. you know you you can make a you you can be bigger than the whole you can research Bigger than the host, sometimes, if you're that character. Um, And it's taken probably 10 years of me knowing this kid for him to finally realize, like, wait a minute, maybe maybe I should just... Be somebody's sidekick here, and like mm-hmm. just be authentically myself, and a lot, lot less pressure. And then then I'm a weapon. Then I'm a then I'm assassin. You know, I'm 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 color. I'm not. I, I don't have to. It doesn't have to be my name. And um, in some ways, I think that's. I mean, I think you could host if you wanted to. But I think no, I don't think so. No, no. But I think Dude, like no. And I'm not. I'm not being. <laughs> this isn't like a, a apples for apples comparison here because I think you're a lot more capable than this person. But I also think you're a you're a personality. You know, you're a you're 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 somebody who takes you know whatever it is that you're served and then like like everybody in this room and then elevates it with their own way of doing things and and that's not something everybody that isn't something that everybody can do. Yeah. that's a skill in itself. And I think people think like, well, I want my name on the door. It's like, I get that, mm-hmm. but I think you guys are way better at, you know, sort of when I throw you the football, then you catch it and run with it than I would be in that role. So yeah. it's just it's just different skills, and I think it takes people a long time to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, and some people will never figure it out, and they'll continue to fail because they don't understand that, like, maybe, maybe I'm a role player mm-hmm. and not... The head coach, or whatever.
1: It's like funny too because I know Rufo you mentioned this where it's like your family or whoever will start asking you when are you getting your own show right. <laughs> because a they think it's so fucking easy, but b they they don't get what you literally just said and what you explained of there are roles and how you can really kill it in your role. It doesn't matter if you're two or mm-hmm. three, four, nineteen. Like if you kill it in your role, like you literally can be as big as you want to make this as as yourself as your brand. Like that's not like I don't need my name and anything and. To be completely fucking honest, like, I don't ever want that. First of all, I never want to leave Chicago, first and foremost. People
3: say that, and then they change your mind. I
1: I don't want that, though. I really want to excel in what I do because I know, like you said, what I can do.
3: Yeah, I mean, you you truly can can create, you know, in in what would be considered, and I'm just using air quotes, you know, a secondary role or whatever. You can create value that you may not be able to create in a primary role. You see it all the time. You see it all the time. Uh, and I can think of one example in another big city where, you know, a dude was crushing it with this guy on a show and decided that, you know, it wasn't it, the show was called something else and it he needed to be his name. Mm. And so he went and failed miserably. And now he can't go back. And it's this whole thing. And he would have made as much or more money if he just if he just accepted that that he was going to be this guy's number two and they could have ridden this out for twenty years and he'd be that much richer and that much more successful and that much more comfortable. But to him, there were things that were important that came before. I think you know and, and look maybe maybe for this guy he needed to do that to to prove to himself that he could or couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't know. I see that all you see it all the time. And it's like, you know, some some people are meant to be teammates together and, and, you know, partners and whatever. And I feel that way about this show. But I I do believe any one of you could go off and do a show that wouldn't suck. So I don't fucking think about it. (laughs) None of you are allowed to do that. Uh, I'm looking at each of you individually. None of you are allowed to do that. (laughs) I'll fucking kill you. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, well,
3: I, I like that. <laughs> all, <laughs> all right, well, you like talk it? like that. All right, Jason's turned on, so um, <laughs> off go. to the bathroom he goes. Jesus, <laughs> hey. hey. man. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't take much, you know. <laughs> Bricked up. Uh, well, that was good. That, we learned a lot about Paulina here. That was good.
1: I tried. I hope I laid it all out because I feel like I talk about my life like sometimes, but I'll throw in like little parts of it, and I don't think there was ever like a consecutive timeline of like. Like, this is when everything happened. No, and there are people you know? who are
3: listening now who weren't listening in the beginning, so they don't know. Exactly. They don't know how you got here. And I don't know, maybe there's a follow-up episode of this once everyone's gone and all the people who have listened, you know, all all 14 people are, well, because there's 13, and I think right. sometimes people send this to their friends, the tangent, and it's weird. I don't know why more people listen to the tangent than the show, but um, anyway, maybe maybe people will have follow-up then. After they've heard everybody's story, they're going to say, I oh, don't you know. <laughs> but, but probably not. But, you know, mm. whatever. just an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Who's next? Shelly? Shelly next? Shelly's next. Yes, Shelly's next. (laughs) Then we're done. Uh, Here you are. Our our series continues. Thanks for listening to The Tangent. Uh, Tell your friends and fuck off. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.